Hi, I'm Thangsley Boyan, and this is the weekly wrap on this day, the 24th of March 2017. Australian dollars, gold is sitting at 1633 and silver at $23.08, with the Aussie dollar at 76.3. So, this week saw both gold and silver up strongly from last week, helped only in part by a weaker Aussie dollar. Last night, the US dollar spot price for gold breached the 1250 mark, but only for a while before settling back down to 1245. The week was most notable for the apparent loss of faith in Trump's ability to get through the very reforms the market has been buying in advance or on hope as we've been repeatedly warning. The US dollar has been the big loser along with US shares whilst gold and silver and bonds were the winners as of the risk off sentiment and change. We wrote about it on Wednesday, so I won't go over it again. Last night, on the back of more delays in Trump's healthcare vote, the VIX closed at a 2017 high, and the Dow saw its longest streak in seven months. Concerns mount over the new healthcare bill as the Congressional Budget Office condemned the bill, saying it was all the negatives and almost no positives against the flawed Obamacare it replaces. With very little press or fanfare on Wednesday, the temporary suspension of the debt ceiling ended and the government now needs to live on accounting tricks and less cash than either Apple or Google has before it hits the wall. We write about it today. It was a quiet week for economic data with housing the only print of note that again saw warning signs flashing as, after starting so strongly this year, existing home sales fell hard in February, down 3.7% and well below the 2% expected. This was, however, off a sharp rise in median existing house prices in February, up 7.7% year-on-year. Likewise, the MBA Mortgage Application Index fell 2.7% and purchases down 2.1% as well. Soon afterwards, Goldman cut their Q1 GDP estimate from 2% to 1.8, citing those weaker home sales. That leaves Goldman still twice the historically more accurate forecast of the Atlanta Fed, who, as you know, last week revised theirs down to just 0.9%. China had markets worried as Tuesday saw their central bank inject hundreds of billions of yuan into the financial system after some smaller lenders failed to make their debt payments in the interbank market on Monday after a couple of surprise rate hikes after the Fed hike last week. Whilst that has put interbank rate pressure on all, we subsequently saw the liquidity premium for the notorious shadow banking system spike to almost 250 points. That is by far and away a new record, two and a half times bigger than that of the Chinese banking liquidity crisis of 2013. We've written extensively the sheer scale of China's debt problem and that these sorts of shocks have the world on notice. Over to Europe and PM Theresa May confirmed she will trigger Brexit via Article 50 next Wednesday the 29th of March. In a clear indication of what might be ahead for the UK, the Euro Commission chief Juncker boasted that no one else will want to leave the EU after they see how harshly Britain is punished as an example. Dispelling any hopes of friendly ensuing trade agreements, he went on and I quote, half memberships and cherry picking aren't possible. In Europe, you eat what's on the table or you don't sit at the table. That prompted MP Peter Bone to observe it as like the dying words of the leader of an empire as it collapses. The EU has promised a 48-hour response, so this could all play out rather more quickly than many hoped. With such heated feelings, that may not be such a bad thing. Still in the UK, an inflation spiked up, printing 2.3%, above expectations of 2.1%, and well above the Bank of England's 2% target, and seeing a 0.25% rate hike now fully priced in by still distant August 2018. Just a week after the surprising but market-reassuring Dutch elections, all the candidates in the upcoming French elections met this week in the much-anticipated first debate. It was at times a heated affair, but the media gave it to Macron, 
and the euro rose to a six-week high, extending the Dutch election gains. However, as Jim Rickards tweeted afterwards, the French media gave the debate to Macron, just like the US media gave all three debates to Hillary. That view was reinforced with the latest Opinion Way poll seeing Le Pen hold her lead at 27%, Macron at 24% and the embattled Fillon at a distant 18 There are plenty of experts saying, still saying that Le Pen can do it, so hold on to your hats as we may soon see the collapsing empire Mr Bone predicted. In gold news, we saw the uh, Russian central bank add yet another 9.3 tonnes of gold in February, taking their gold reserves to 1,655 tonnes. Keep an eye out for your Sunday morning email to learn about the Chinese gold market that makes that look like chicken feed. We'll catch you next week, and remember, balance your wealth in an unbalanced world.